ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to Good Vibes with Jason B. Welcome to another edition of Good Vibes to Jason B, a Broad Minds and More podcast. Let's get the evening started out with it's November 10th, day before Veterans Day or Veterans Day weekend. I'm doing an evening post and I've been working on some projects. I've been trying to soundproof my walls and uh, I've come to the conclusion that uh, I'm going to have definitely invest in uh, my better microphone because how this microphone picks up on feedback is is interesting so i'm definitely learning about the sound and quality as well as making great material so how you all been um i've been uh i've been definitely working on the mechanics of recording podcasting i've got quite a few different projects going on working on self-development um i've gotten a few good things and i've been through some trials and tribulations lately well it just seems to be the same stuff going on and on. So uh, we're definitely going to talk about that. This is Variety episode 38. So stay tuned for a great episode with Good Vibes at Jason B, a Broad Minds and More podcast. All right, everybody, let's get into the episode. So what's going on? What's happening? What are we working on and what are we doing today or tonight? I should say, well, I'm definitely sitting in my, my office or my home office. And, uh, it's also in my house and just wanted it. I was working on my recordings, uh, sound, making a soundproofing project to kind of make an enclosure to isolate my sound a little better. seems like it sounds a little bit better to me, but still, there's still a little echoing. So I'm going to take some time to learn about Um, audio editing and uh, working with the audio recording tools that are available. I use uh, GarageBand. Um, I would like to use uh, Logic Pro X, which is my next project, but um, there's also (laughs) investment on on the podcasting side. I'm definitely working on uh, getting a better microphone and um, getting audio relay and so on. So there's just more equipment. I've been doing uh, good vibes at Jason B a broad minds and more podcast for almost, I believe almost two years now. I didn't realize that I was approaching my second year into podcasting. So yay. I don't even know what number episode this really is, but since I've labeled it variety episode 38, it's the 38th, uh, variety in my variety episodes. Um, I feel like you can, just kind of talk about whatever and you can separate separate i separate my issues a little bit instead of just making a one long big giant episode so for you listeners whether you're listening in the morning the evening or uh, afternoon um, i give you a chance to be able to take a break put it on pause whatever or maybe you're just not particularly interested in the segment that i'm talking about and fast forward or just listen to one whatever your choice may be i just appreciate those who are listening so Um, I have been listening to quite a few different podcasters. I am (laughs) right now. My hands are on three different books right now, actually four, if you count the Bible. So daily I read the Bible and I spend time, um, in its wisdom 
And today I actually haven't read, which is amazing enough. And usually I do. Um, I don't know. Since I've been trying to fix a lot of my life and fix a lot of different things that are going on, um, I feel that the Bible is probably my daily inspiration, my daily advice. And usually for some reason, whatever the powers that be, God, whatever you want to call it, the the grandmaster, the creator, um, he always gives me food for thought or something food for later that I'll eventually come across the issue and I'll remember what I read that was significant. So that's very important. Just remember that um, nowadays there's just so much information that is floating through our eyes, uh, whether it be through the cell phone, an iPad, a computer, a television, it, it never seems to really stop. So one of the things that where I think our brain really benefits is from reading itself. Now, not everyone's a reader. And I wasn't necessarily a reader either to begin with, but I've developed into one. And let's face it, what's going on in television and the media is just, it drains and weighs me down. And especially with um, what's going on in politics, which we're going to talk about later in this episode. But for right now, we're going to isolate and talk about podcasting itself. Um, There are so many, I've created an, uh, well, let me just remind, I've created an Instagram page for Good Vibes at Jason B and a Facebook page, which I really haven't developed. Um, I'm trying to work on uh, creating a worldwide web page uh, through Wix. Um, it's a web page development and it just all takes time. I, you know, having free time, this is partly not just a hobby, but a, a labor of love, a passion. Uh, to be able to speak to you here on Good Vibes at Jason B, a Broad Minds and More podcast. Um, I've seen so many people come and go, but I've managed to stay the course, keep recording. Sometimes my material is really great and I'll get a lot of listens and sometimes it's not. But knowing that I'm recording for myself first and foremost, and then for you folks, you folks who who come back and and listen to what I have to say and maybe something that it, it, I say touches your your life. Maybe it helps you. Um, on occasion, I get call-ins from other colleagues. Most of the call-ins lately have been from other podcasters here on Anchor. And I think that's something that we all need to keep in mind. When you're podcasting, um, create an avenue where people can respond to you. I mean, sometimes, sometimes, a lot of times I should say, people just don't respond and they just kind of listen like, eh, whatever. And it's kind of like left your, your exploring space and you have no clear map of how to steer the stars. You just, you're recording and is someone listening. You know what I mean? So that's the way I kind of look at it. But my colleagues here on uh, anchor.fm who do call in, um, they always leave me good messages and we're going to. I'm going to leave a few messages. Um, Patrick from We Live on a Planet, um, I messaged into his station not too long ago saying I wanted to record something. So we're definitely going to hear from Patrick. We're going to hear from uh, PDE Life in Alaska, um, Lupus Warrior, the guru, Tamika Drake, um, and so on and so forth. But there's also been many more, like Cyber Shots, uh, the Fried Oreo. Um, who else? Maria Humphreys from Strong Body, Strong Soul. Um, and God, if I'm forgetting, if I'm forgetting your station, please forgive me, but there are quite a few different people that just 
pop in, I'll call in their station, I listen to the material, and I actually, that's one of the things I like doing is I like engaging and I like listening and finding out what people really think. You know, maybe someone's doing something that they're not, they're not quite set straight and maybe I have some experience. So being involved, it, it's, it's social for one part and then it's just like learning something off of someone else, learning someone else's perspective. And I just have a wide range of people from around the world. Um, matter of fact, there's a couple that I, a couple of people that I actually think about um, from across the ocean. Like one, I don't hear from her anymore. She doesn't really podcast, but Georgia D. Um, she used to be on here here on Anchor a lot. And then who else? Bright, beautiful world. Um, that's that's someone that I really um, who I enjoy listening to. She's from England and she just has a beautiful mind and I love when she podcasts. So if you're listening, Georgia D, or I mean not Georgie, but Bright Beautiful World, um, I really do appreciate you, you know. And then there I I got contacted from a few listeners in Brazil and Argentina. So, you know. Thank you very much, uh, people in Puerto Rico. Uh, hey, I, I didn't I didn't know I reached that far. I mean, hey, whatever. But you know that works. Also, have people in New York, Florida, um, even the Midwest, Canada, Mexico. You know, and it's just, it's just amazing how your voice can reach and and how you reach out to people. Um, the distribution through Anchor is. An incredible feat. I mean, as much as it, there's been so many different changes. I had, I remember through some changes, I had like I think it was like 1,700 listeners at one time, and then it slumped off. But it's all up to me, and it's all about me making great material and finding a way to distribute and encourage my own podcast. And that's one of the things you got to understand for podcasting itself is you're going to be after the marketer. You're going to have to be the one to monitor your own no, your own sound, your own um, networking, advertisements, so on and so forth. You're going to have to reach out to people. And it's kind of like, hey, whatever it takes, there you go. So, um, you know, podcasting has definitely given me an outlet. And I would have to say my girlfriend loves it because my girlfriend, she says I get on her nerves at times because I talk her head off. So podcasting also can be a great outlet where you can express yourself you're not worried about how people are judging you even though people are listening no matter what you can choose to respond how people respond to you so it's up to you but podcasting is definitely an experience that has been given more to me as i've been giving to it and i definitely appreciate all that it comes with so if you're going to get into podcasting you don't especially on anchor you really need much um, my best suggestion if free, if you're an iPhone user, just use your headset that it came with and record and start out that way. There's editing tools on anchor that you can, you know, get rid of dead space and so on and so forth. And if you really do feel like you need a microphone, there are many different microphones and equipment that you can invest in. But just remember, um, in podcasting, just get your voice right get your speakability right make sure that you're going to be comfortable with you 
you know, the ultimate you on your voice. And remember, um, this is, this is a warning. If you are going to audio vlog, so to speak, remember that the things that you talk about can be held against you. I've, I just came across this. I was reading an article where a guy was voicing out his pain and his struggles on in podcasting and it was used against him in court uh in his family law so just remember when you're talking about things they they can be your audio recordings can be used against you Um, they are official once they're published it's really hard to take to unpublish them but i think anchor has now changed that where you can unpublish a lot easier anyhow we're going to take a brief little break and we're going to work on our next segment we're going to go from a little bit of readings and uh We'll just go from there. All right, so stay tuned. Okay, so we're back again. So this is the self-development section of this episode. It's called owning your own shit, basically. Um, a lot of the things that I've been facing and dealing with has been in a repetitive state of being, and it's definitely come up, um, in my personal life, my professional life. I just feel that I've been stagnant and I keep facing the same problems over and over. So I was listening to David Goggins on, um, Tim by impact theory. And I like what he said. He's like, you're just going to have to take the shit that's hitting you the hardest and face it dead on and ask it why it's here, find out, work at it and forget all that fake it till you make it bull crap. You just got to grind through and see what the process is going to bring you. And I think that's an interesting um, perspective. I guess I would have to say um, not even in the least, but to the max. Um, how many times have you come across issues where it's like, yeah, it went away. It was resolved for a little bit. Then it came back. And then it's just like, damn, what the hell's going on? You know what I mean? Well, for me, it's just been a repetitive thing that brings a cycle of, of problems. And I've been up and down, you know, relationship issues, uh, family issues, so on and so forth. So I just like ask myself, okay, what the freak am I doing to myself It is creating this chaos, this havoc over and over. Now, mind you, I believe in astrology or the astrological readings and projections. So um, tomorrow is 11-11, which is a very positive thing, but it's also the start of Mercury retrograde or the Mercury portal. So hold on to your britches. Um, It may be a bumpy ride for some and a smooth for others, but Mercury retrograde is kind of like a wash and rinse cycle all in once and a spin. Um, it brings up things that need to be addressed as well as um, things that um, you may not even thought of. So be prepared, have great patience and grind through this. I think it lasts about 34, 35 days, so to speak. Um, I'm not really an astrological expert, but I know when Mercury retrograde comes around, you got to be just be patient, write it through. Everything in life right now is temporary. Bad times, good times. So that's my suggestion. But anyway, we're going to get right back to um, what David Goggins was saying, who wrote the book, Can't Hurt Me, 
love the guy i think he's an amazing uh amazing man he's constantly challenging physical feats he was a you know former navy seal uh former army ranger um this guy's done so much uh he's done ultra marathons centuries you name it this guy has met the challenge physical challenge and he's been through some amazing stuff if you i listened to his book can't hurt me and very inspiring a very just like dude i totally understand you know about being you know mentally abused i wasn't necessarily physically abused but i definitely went the mental part so david goggins um when he was talking on impact theory then he was just like own your shit right away you know the fast the the more clear you come straight with yourself and straight with whatever you're going through the better off you're going to be so i really appreciate that so if there's something you're going through um just turn around face it head on this is, it might feel like a a Mack truck is hitting you or a ton of bricks is being dropped on you. But just remember those painful emotions, they're going to pass. They're going to get through, but you got to ask, what are you learning through it? Or what are you not learning so that it keeps coming back? That's one of the things I say is own your stuff, you know, and I, <coughs> excuse me, I definitely been working on that. Um, there's a few goals. Um, that I've set forth for myself. One is to be steady, period. Uh, two is to get my own place again. And, uh, you know, I, I really need to put this family together. I mean, me and my significant other or my girlfriend, we don't live together at the moment, but, um, in, you know, as a man, it's up to me and I want to put this all together, you know, and even if I don't, you know, even, I guess, how would you say uh, subjectively or, objectively thinking even if me and my girlfriend doesn't work out i still want my own home and i'm working on my career to be it better and better and i'm you know definitely being of service and working my purpose sometimes you know my emotions get the best of me but i know at the end of the day i know i'm accomplishing something and um tomorrow morning i have a life coaching se session with m one of my life coaches and i totally am looking forward to it it's at 6 30 in the morning so currently it's 10 50 p.m pacific standard time um so probably in so many hours i gotta be up early and she's calling from florida so i'm definitely looking forward to that what is you know here's another thing about self-development what do you really want to accomplish and i like what david goggins said is like okay say like you have a goal what do you imagine life will be like once you reach the goal I, I have never really thought so much about what it would be like to have my goal and what it would feel like but i definitely thought about the process like oh yeah i can imagine uh, I, i've achieved this or whatever so can you imagine what life would be like once you've achieved your goals because life is a series of goals and and there are people who say it's also a series of suffering suffering is just the objectivity in your life it's the process that it's not going always smoothly but see if life were always meant to go smoothly then would we really enjoy it i don't think joy would exist so good bad doesn't matter it happens you got to be able to appreciate for what it is so if you are having a hard time see like you're having troubles in your relationship here's what i suggest do walk walk away just walk around, go outside, look at things, focus your mind on a tree, the fall, 
maybe the snow where you're at, the ocean, um, doesn't matter really what it is. Go and put your mind on something else or be constructive, not destructive, constructive. Um, I remember I was reading on Facebook, uh, dads with daughters and this guy posted, my life is falling apart, need help. And I just said, simple, put your head on straight, stand up, go look in the mirror, identify who you are and start from there. You know, it's, you know, I I see so many souls that are just being more confused on what the fuck to do. And I think it resorts from many different sources, not just social media, not just electronic devices, but the people you surround yourself or the things you involve with. Remember at the end of the day, or the start of the day, you are 100% responsible for everything that happens to you. You cannot play victim. You cannot leave things in limbo. You got to be able to identify what is up and how you got there. What did you do or didn't do? What did you say? What did you think? What did you touch? You know, in some shape or form, your involvement is, was, you know, the thing that got you there in some shape or form. So you got to be able to appreciate who you are. One of the things I've had the hardest time is really accepting myself, really accepting my problems, accepting my way of life and what drama that have I created for myself. Um, I can personally testify that say that, you know, I've been through a lot of dating and a lot of relationships and a majority of all the problems and the breakups came and resorted from me. Um, there were some really good women and then there were some that I would definitely love to forget about, but I appreciate every single one that taught me a lesson. And in my relationship now, it's like a Sometimes it feels like a teeter totter. Sometimes it feels like a yo yo, a roller coaster, whatever you want to call it. It it just up and down, up and down. So, right now, I'm asking God, the universe, you know, I'm making the command. I want it steady. It's either going to last or it's going to be gone. And yes, I would, if I were to say I would, I'm not worried about it, I'd be lying, but I am kind of worried about it, you know, in the long term sense. Because, I mean, who really wants to? deal with a breakup especially when you're in a relationship but i don't really i don't think i'm you know mine is going to go that south but you never know so but we're here to learn from each other and you have to really appreciate that now i know my words have consequences if i say it i think it i believe it it's done so i could be tested And that's the other thing is like, are you being tested by your own words that you may have made maybe months, weeks, days, or even years ago? Are the things in life that you may have said that you didn't realize that carried on and have great consequence? It's good to be clear in your purpose of what you are currently living. So definitely, you know, keep in mind for that. Well, I'm going to stop with this uh, personal development section and, um, Oh, you know what? Let's let's read a little bit from the Marcus, the modern Marcus Stoic Meditations for the 21st Century by Jason Ball. I just got this book days ago, as well as today I I got my copy of Sovereignty Ryan Mickler. Um, Sovereignty uh, it has also another phrase attached to it. it says, oh, what does it say? 
um, the battle for the hearts and minds of men. So this book is dedicated for men specifically. And if you are having troubles with your identity, your masculinity, you know, you feel kind of lost. Um, I've been listening to Ryan on his order of man podcast for, I'd have to say about probably maybe a month, two months. And let me tell you, after listening to not just his testimony of how he almost lost his wife and, you know, family and seeing, I'm really, I started reading like two pages of this book and it was definitely, it's, it's caught my attention and I'm excited to get to that. So, but first, before we uh, or let me stop right there and not go any further than that, but we're going to go into, like I said, the modern Marcus and, um, I, right now I'm kind of on this, I don't want to say trip, but tip to, um, let's just say, make me more fortified and steady and not easily wavered. So, um, we'll just read like the first two pages and it's to give you an idea and maybe you might be interested in it for your own read. <coughs> Excuse me. Give me a quick little drink of water. Okay, it says, Welcome to the crazy. You're not alone. The world today can seem like an insane place. People can do strange things and harbor odd motivations and what irrational choices. We get caught up in in the we get caught up in the stuff of life seemingly obvious to the fact that the same stuff is making our lives worse no better we act as if we will live forever despite all the evidence to the contrary more often than not we live for any time apart from the one we find in ourselves in we live for the future when we when we'll be the rich successful or famous or meet a person of our dreams or we live in the past if we only hadn't done that thing if only we'd taken more chances if we can't come up with the more devastating comeback to the kid who made fun of us in school the contrast a with a live for the moment, dance like no one is watching vibe that, while attractive, is something most people struggle and fall to achieve or fail to achieve, excuse me. And when they do achieve it, they do they tend to focus on trying to maximize a surface level of happiness. But this is often the expense of a long-term, more sustainable understanding of how to lead a good life. Of course we think of these things as particularly modern. It's obvious that we're more status-driven than ever. We'd like our friends having the time of their lives on Facebook and Instagram. We refresh our social feeds in a million times a day and combat the fear of missing out. FOMO. We follow insta-celebrities and their careful, crafted, anything-but-spur-the-moment posts. You know the one that the thing that just happened that was just totally awesome page two but the truth is these things are not so new in fact they would be completely reasonable to people throughout the ages while our ancestors may not have had social media and smartphones they almost certainly had all the ambition and anxieties we have today often with a more visit visceral appreciation that life can be brutally short 
Fortunately, some some of them had the wisdom to find out they were able to take a step back to park their emotions emotional attachment to the bigger and better more and more and more they were able to find a path inner peace self-reliance and genuine compassion for their fellow humans they found an antidote for every everyday crazy one such group of who one such group were those followed by the philosophy of stoicism this is articulate and an approach to life it was a certain reason of fairness and just, uh, justice compassion and self-reliance it was at heart a struggle to approach in flourishing in the face day to day while today the term stoic with a small is often used in description for some who buries their feelings in mr spock kind of way the reality is quite different core to stoicism is deeply appreciation for our common humanity and our place of fundamentally interconnected universe it emphasizes the good of the many and other benefits to few stresses our duty to help those around us but at the same time it's also recognized that while we can try to help all we can ever have control over is an individual through individual thoughts and even that can be challenging far more long dead historical artifacts stoicism is an approach that has even more relevance today when we're pulled this way and that way by competing com- yeah competing demands of family work and life lived at the speed of the internet it's why more people than ever are turning to this timeless wisdom to give them practical strategies for dealing with fundamentals fundamental craziness of modern life this problematic approach is the key to stoicism appeal unlike some philosophies that are all about thinking stoicism fundamentally about doing it's no surprise that stoicism provides foundations for modern effective treatments such as cognitive behavioral therapy cbt treatments that refuse to get hung up on the questions of tell me about your mother variety focus instead of how can we help fix the right now approach but where do we start for many of those many the route is in a via one of the three philosophies seneca Epictetus or Marcus Aurelius. Between them there are three cover main ideas and practical application of stoic thought. And out of the three Marcus Aurelius and his meditations that is often a gateway drug. Marcus wrote meditations over a number of years between 170 to 180 AD. In that in this time he was engaged in war against the Germanic tribes and you can imagine probably had his fair share of trials and tribulations the meditations is a split into 12 books and would have originally been written in a medieval greek they were essentially a set of personal notes not intended to be read by others In this they show the process of Marcus getting his head around what it means to live in a good life but why which would have meant to be honorable 
virtuous, and self-reliant one. Importantly, the original meditations must be seen in the context of being written by a Roman emperor of immense personal power, though beset on all sides of fracturous politicians and easily angered population that spanned the largest empire in the world had ever known at that point. He was known king. He would have been keenly aware that the job of security was no way given to 27 Roman emperors were assassinated over a lifespan of the empire. Interesting introduction, I'd have to say. Beyond the danger of the of the knife in the back, there were per- perilous times where pandemics were rifle and the sweep across the empire, killing thousands of people every day. Despite all the Marcus is named as the last of the five good emperors of ruling over an age of peace and prosperity. We should, of course, not be fooled in thinking that Marcus, as some kind of saint, regardless of an impression given by Richard Harris portrayed in the film Gladiator. This was a man who ruled with near absolute power over the empire, while atrocities such as slavery were the norm. He was fundamentally a product of his time, but neither should he write him off as a relic of the past. His thinking is in many ways surprisingly modern. He is a down-to-earth pragmatist. Ultimately, he has plenty to teach all about living life and the crazy beautiful planet we call home. Well, that was an interesting reading. If you're interested, I'd highly recommend picking up this book um i'm about probably five pages into it but um i plan to finish it probably this week if i can um it's not a very to me my standard it's not a very long um read but it's 223 pages long so if you're not a reader i would understand but if you're not a reader uh, my challenge to you is to read to five to ten pages and have a notepad because there's definitely things and a highlighter highlight and note things that you find interesting in these um in the readings so um anyhow we're going to take a break uh it's 20 minutes into this segment of of uh variety episode uh 38 so we'll, we're going to come right back okay Okay, so this episode's getting a little long, so we're going to have to make this section. Uh, we're going to have to cut this episode probably short and just make a part two or make just variety episode 39. So I want to talk about a little bit about observation right now. Um, this morning I got up early and I was watching CBS Sunday morning with, um, what was her name? Jane, oh, I don't even remember her name. She was a newscaster on, on NBC for a long day. Maybe was it Jane Goodall? Anyway, so I was wa- they have like different sections and different topics all the time, whether it be politics, purse, you know, things of interest and so on. So they were talking about the uh, former governor, I believe, of South Carolina. Um, and 
they were just talking about this lady's uh how she was chosen to represent the united nations and it's interesting because she raised up some interesting points of interest you know like donald trump is there's supposedly going to be like some kind of uh, impeachment inquiries and it's all over the news like like white on rice and it's really getting on my nerves and i am not watching the news on purpose just because when i i've watched the news i think it was over a week ago and it's the same shit so here's a few things that i happen to notice okay every time donald trump or the republicans or or the president's in trouble you ever notice that this guy's always at some kind of rally it's like a high school you know popular guy always trying to stay relevant like here let me go hang out with all my my jock buddies and uh we're definitely gonna make something happen and these people are gonna understand you know so to speak well you know it's so scary he does remind me of the third reich in germany in in the 30s and 40s with joseph goebbels and um you know heinrich himmler i mean the guy uses propaganda like to the extreme i mean i mean come on pep rallies and isn't it coincidental he isolates and talks about certain people all the time he talks about the border issue talks about mexican or latinos people coming across the border i mean i'm mexican-american i'm like second or third generation depending how you look at it and I, I, I try not to take offense because this guy's just talking out of his ass all the time. So anyway, so what made me think, and I'm a good fan of history. And what I happened to realize is this guy is such a fascist, narcissistic prick. Excuse my language. If you're not liking this, I understand if you want to turn it off. Anyhow, so this guy's got pep rallies and telling people, well, the Democrats are ruining our country. And it's like, here's my honest opinion about Republicans and Democrats. They're one in the fucking same two parties. And you know what? The same thing was happening in Rome and Rome fell. Same thing happened in Germany and they fell and then they were reborn. Um, and they're using like, like what's interesting is like, if you go back to the election time, like 2015 and 2016, you would see these Republican goons. Yes. Goons, because they were like, they were like, Oh, Donald Trump. He's a, he's an irrational dude. He cannot be supported. He cannot be trusted. Why doesn't he release his tax returns? Now these same people are defending him. It's like, Impeaching the president would be a very, very bad thing for the country. And even the president himself, Donald Trump, has said, gone on record to say, well, if I were impeached, uh, this country would end and maybe possibly a civil war. I mean, what man would say that? Someone who loves his country. This guy does not love his country. And I don't care if you, whether you like me or not. You have to understand. Well, I shouldn't say you have to. I would encourage you to try to understand what i'm saying i'm not for republicans and i'm not for democrats i'm an independent thinker you can call me a liberal all you want it doesn't really matter to me because i vote according to the issue now there's a couple things before i go even further this is one of the biggest problems i see in the united states in our electoral process we are our votes don't really come come to fruition or they don't matter in the national election because it's all ruled by 
the electoral college. That's the one that really calls the shot and calls the winner. Because if it were really by our votes, Donald Trump would not be in our in the office of presidency. It would probably be Hillary Rodham Clinton, which, you know, I don't really have an issue with her, but I definitely did not trust her or support her. I have my other issues. And it's not that I'm against a woman president. I just don't like her. Anyway, so all these people, Marco Rubio and um, God, who else? Uh, Senator Ted Cruz. These guys were just making clowning on Donald Trump. And then all of a sudden, he's our president. He's our hero. He should not be impeached. Da, 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 da. So it's just like, as I'm listening to this morning on CBS and this lady being interviewed, and forgive me if I'm forgetting her name, because it, I think she's really cool. Her politics are pretty stand up, but it's just like, you know, this lady was talking bad about Donald Trump years ago. So how can I really support somebody that basically does not stand by what she says? Just like Lindsey Graham, the dude, he's confusing. Also, you just see like this ugly group of people, but I got to give it to the Republicans. You know what? They do stand by each other, even when they know they're wrong. And they know that under, if they were to be able to speak privately or publicly without any retribution or, or problems that she, they would probably say what they really think about the president, but they feel for their, their party to stand strong, that it has to be done the way that it's done. So that's pretty scary. If you ask me, and um this goes in even further this goes into you know people are so sensitive about what they say and what they hear if you can't stand by what you say how can you be respected and i can understand that because like i'm going to be really personal right now i was fighting in my relationship and one of the issues that my my girlfriend was bringing up is like you don't stand firm on anything. You're wishy-washy and you, you, you swap or you flip. You're, you're flimsy. And that makes her uncomfortable. And I was like, you know what? That's so true in some aspects. I changed my mind, you know, and that's okay. But I'm not ruling a country and I'm not in charge of a political party, nor am I representing a certain state or city council or whatever, but I still am representing my own life. So I understand not all of us our stand-up people and sometimes we can't we can't meet the expectation of our word even though we are thinking it you know the word just didn't come out right anyhow so it really challenged me as much as i want to criticize these different politicians how can i really criticize them when my position at times has been flimsy so realistically thinking i was like okay well i want to put this in my my podcast tonight and i just want you to think before even elections even come up i want you to think about who says what to you does it sound the truth or is it just meeting your emotional expectation of what you're going through these are very important questions to ask you know like i was talking to kevin touch on instagram live and we we're talking about the environment and i brought up you know, Virginia's, I brought up the Appalachian. These people are, um, in these Hills, they're, they're coal miners. And it's been proven that coal is not a sustainable energy that's healthy for our planet. 
Now, what do you do with these families who've been coal mining for generations? You may be seven to eight generations, 10 generations going strong. And you're telling their way of life is wrong and they have to find something else to do. It's just like I was telling Kevin Touch. I was like, you know what? It's, it's not an easy issue. It's not. But by f- redefining our energy uses, we can put these people to work in different facets. And that's what's really important about in the United States politics is that how our politicians can diversify the economy and spending money to grow different businesses to give people funding and not just loans grants and so on so it was interesting that conversation that i had with kevin touch you know on live and i didn't realize but a lot of people messaged me through instagram that i had no i never met any of these people but a lot of people were saying whoa we totally like what you're saying on live you know and i had people ask me where did you learn your information and i'm gonna tell you It's just being an observer. And I think that's really, really important for you all is take time. So as the political season is ramping up, I want you to really listen and think about even going back a few years about who said what, who they really supported. And if they're supporting the orange menace, it's probably not the candidate or the person we need to elect. That's my personal persuasion that I'm telling you, but I just want you all to think. Well, anyhow, I'm going to wrap up uh, Good Vibes at Jason B, a Broad Minds and More podcast variety episode 38. Look forward to my next deficit to asset four. Um, I'm going to reformulate it. I'm going to be talking about really how to get your attitude and your money working for you. You know, and just remember money is a, is a tool. It's not, um, it's not a success. Anyhow, thanks for listening to me and look forward to uh, hearing your comments. If you're here on anchor.fm, feel free to give me a call. If you would like to email me your ideas uh, or even keep it private and you just want to voice something out, email me at goodvibesjasonb at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook. Um, I'm also considering and going on to CastBox, doing maybe once a week a live session and recording through CastBox. So be on the lookout and I'll give you further announcements. Well, thank you for your time and have a great evening or day or morning. What's up, Jason B? Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Jason B. It's me, your girl, the Guru Warrior. How are you doing? It's a balmy, rainy, shitty day right here in the greater New York City area. Luckily, my friend is not in this area. It's also very cold. I don't like the cold. I don't like change. (laughs) Family guy humor there. How you doing, Jason? Happy belated birthday, man. Woof, woof. Man, you have no idea what you're in for at that age. It's a good age. Trust me, I had a blast. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you how old I am. However, my birthday's coming up in December, so don't forget about me, bruh. It's good to hear from you. Peace. I'm out. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to Good Vibes with Jason B. A Broad Minds and More podcast. That's my recollection, by the way. Yeah, it's your brother, Palio. 
uh, I wanna get a little melodical on the freestyle flow. It's what I do, I'm on the flow. By the way, shout out Blind Furry Fool Man. He's one of my inspirations on the mic. And by the way, I think of Eminem every time I write. I don't write him off the dome, I'm on the flow. By the way, I'm like, that's Las Pumas, bro. I'm talking about Spanish on the microphone. Putting it down for my bro, Jason B tonight, bro. Passion on the purpose, man. Keep it up, keep it going. I'm on the flow, by the way, I'm still freestyle. Forward, forward, forward.